Here we go. First official show of the year. Last time, yeah, that was a special one. That was a special all kinds of movies. <laughs> and now we're doing an actual full-out review. We're doing what I'm like to call Dumb Action January, starting with the new release from Netflix, Michael Bay. Lassoing in Ryan Reynolds for Six Underground. Some people were talking about it. We're going to be talking about it tonight on a very explosion and neon color edition of the Review Review. Who's this guy? <laughs> Secret aviation gin commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes, and today, a small town guest, a surprise small town guest, yeah. give you our big, dumb opinions. Two out of three people have seen this movie tonight. Who is it? We'll find, find out. Find out after the break. <laughs> right after the break. <laughs> Taking a break. <laughs> I, of course, am short of the Max Extreme. I'm Raymond, the Br the Britney bitch shirt guy. <laughs> and we are joined, none other, by the one. He's drinking. How, what? You got anything? Got sweet tea in there? <laughs> Unsweetened. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Thank Watching God. Watching your health. Or Dinosaur Neal's back in the house yeah, boy. <laughs> for your health for your health I'm for your health <laughs> i got some tea right here i put a little honey in mine though yeah sore throat a little bit okay got a little bit of head cold okay you can clear it right up should uh did some nasal spray before this so i don't sound like a clogged up asshole could have uh, thrown a little couple of dabs of uh Mint extract in that tea, maybe oh, loosen wow. up your sinuses a little bit. Don't got any of that. I got vanilla extract. No, nah, don't do that. <laughs> nope. I got almond extract. No. <laughs> Those are the only ones I have. Don't put any. Extra. Those are the only extracts that I own in my house. Nope. Wow. You mean your apothecary over here doesn't have <laughs> any? No, I used all of them. <laughs> I used all of my extracts ah. during a, a freak pumpkin pie accident. <laughs> That tasted like shit. Do you even put extract in pumpkin pie? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. But it was an accident. So. See, that's where Fair it comes enough. in. Fair I, I sneezed, you see. And then you and dropped all, all your of, extracts and all of my extracts opened and fell in. Hey, Chelsea, check out all these extracts. Oh, they're on the pie. Uh, we've all been there. I get it. I get it. I'm glad you can relate. It yeah. was a menagerie of disgustingness. This sounds like it should be a made-for-TV movie. Well, it'll never be replicated. Sorry. It was a once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> it's you copyrighted. You can't even put it in the, in the actual... Any if kind anyone of remembers the uh, like Thimble episode of Mr. Show, it was a much like that. <laughs> 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 oh, where you just talking about climbing a mountain, you yep. fell backwards into all your... All, yep, of, all your of my extracts. extracts. Yeah, wrecking oh, my man. apothecary at the same time. <laughs> my dad was disappointed in me. Speaking of Mr. Show, 
like my friends have gotten so into like the Fairsley Foods one that like <laughs> every time we do a meeting uh, for like one of our wrestling shows, we always end up with saying squash is on sale. <laughs> we have apples. <laughs> Mr. Show, check it out sometime. It's a great thing. Check it out. Uh, speaking of checking something out, ABC has been checking out Kevin Feige. Uh, apparently because uh, maybe broadcast TV is dead. You hear me? D-E-D. <laughs> dead. Uh, Fantastic. So they're reaching out to somebody who's had a minor success over the last couple of years. Kevin Feige. To maybe bring some superhero programming to... The American Broadcasting Company, ABC. Oh, you think this is a good idea? Because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be finishing here yep. this year, I think. Bonito. So they're looking for something else. Any suggestions to give Feige while he's in the room? Yep. <laughs> Kevin, over here. Neil. Hi. Yes. <clears throat> Whoa. Hold on. Let me let me adjust my hat. <laughs> oh, what does it say on your hat there, Feige? Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> You bet it does. It sure does. Holy cow. Marvel. Marvel. Wow. Well, Kevin, if I can just say, leave <coughs> networks alone. Get out of there. Just don't do it. Put it on Disney Plus or something where everyone just wants to watch things anyway. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Kevin. Well, who's standing Kevin. behind Kevin? Kevin. Who, you know who's standing behind Kevin? Who is it? I can't see him past his Marvel hat. <laughs> it's so big. Hey, it's uh Oh, oh no! It's me. Robert Downey yep. Jr. Yep, yep, it's me. Yep, it's me. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I No, wait, let's do it again so we can say it both at the same time. <laughs> Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. <laughs> yep. Hey, boys, I'm here. I'm back. Uh, I just gotta say that. Uh, uh, you sound horrible, Robert. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gotten worse over the years. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. How oh, many cartons are you still... Are you, or have you gone to vaping and got that popcorn lung? Yep, yep, yep. Got that. I got that popcorn lung. Yep. Oh, God, my goodness. But wait a minute. Who drove you here? Uh, Hello, sir. Oh, oh, oh Bernard! <laughs> the car's waiting, sir. <laughs> Get out of there, Bernard! No one wants you here. The wounds were from his glider. Yeah, that's what you say, Bernard. Bernard, we know the wounds Shut are up. from the glider. Can I go out the front door? No, Bernard, go out the regular way. Go out the window. Oh, I'm gonna go take that! Oh, no! See, RDJ! Jesus! RDJ! Wow! You beat him out the window. He didn't even get to give his opinion. I think he was gonna say something about Disney Plus, though, too. I'm still here. Okay. Kevin, get out of here! Kevin! Okay, the window? Oh, my God, Kevin! See, Kevin! He left his Marvel hat! It's still spinning in the air where he was previously standing! There's still a smoke outline <laughs> of his body where the marble hat is. Well, so ABC's grabbing him. <laughs> for something. <laughs> um, but speaking of Disney Plus, putting something on that, uh, Disney Plus has actually taken things off of its uh, streaming service recently. What Much the to fuck? the distaste 
of Disney fans. I'm pissed. Things that were just recently promoted during Christmas, probably because they knew they were going to take it off. Yeah. Home Alone 1, 2, and 3 are now off. Kevin! (laughs) Kevin! Uh, The Sandlot. Someone say my name. Kevin! (laughs) Oh, God. Get out of here. (laughs) I forgot my hat. (laughs) Oh, shit. Indiana Jones didn't get out of here. (laughs) Under my closing window. And then the 1967 version of Dr. Doolittle. I mean, people clamoring for that one. Probably because... That was a hot commodity. Doolittle is probably coming out. Is that even a Disney movie? Doolittle? The RDJ one? I don't... We could have asked somebody. We could have asked somebody. Jumped out. He jumped out. I couldn't tell you. Well, that's too bad. Um, So, that begs me to ask, do you think it was due to... Because all of these things are actually 20th Century Fox properties that are now no longer on there. Yep. Do you think it's due to streaming contracts elsewhere, or do you think Disney's vaulting them? I know they said they weren't going to do the vault, but it's actually kind of a smart strategy if they yep. do do that. Being very sneaky. So no. they have things hot on there, like, at different points of the year, and you can't just watch them all the time. It's my least favorite thing about Netflix. You're like, I'm going to watch that. You get, like, a month down the road, you're ready to watch it. Yep. Gone. Gone. Never coming <laughs> never back. Never coming yeah. back. Where is Ever. it? Crackle. And you're never going <laughs> to yeah, watch no. it on there. God, no. It literally happened with, like, so many movies that we review on here. Where, like, <laughs> there's times where I'm like, okay, this is free. Perfect. Mm-hmm. We'll do this. Like, this week, and then... Like, like, our most prepared months are ones that we're like, prepare a month in advance. We're yeah. gonna watch this, this, and this, and yep. this. Like, most Fuck. of them are usually streaming, and then, like, they get taken off, like, yeah, right when we start them. And then we ended up having to buy it off Amazon, because yeah. it's no longer available to rent anywhere. <laughs> you have to buy it. There's We had to buy a physical copy of Meteor Man. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm surprised there are still physical copies. Well, I have it Meteor. here somewhere in my yeah. house. And it's not even just Meteor Man. Like, it was like a two-pack. Because, like, <laughs> Meteor Man wasn't enough. And it came with some other Robert Townsend movie that I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it was like a movie that had Denzel Washington in it before he was famous. Before Denzel was Denzel. Yeah. Before he training date. My man! <laughs> <laughs> um, what does this say? <laughs> oh, David oh. Ayer is in a oh. little bit of my news here. Hmm. Uh, he is in the news for saying a few things. Uh-oh. One, the Gotham City Sirens movie is probably put on hold, probably indefinitely. Oh, mm. no. I didn't even know he was directing that. But due to, like, Suicide Squad from James Gunn and then the Harley Quinn Emancipation a Proclamation movie or whatever she's doing, <laughs> that's, like, pushing all that stuff farther and farther back, so it probably won't even happen now at this point. <laughs> Emancipation Proclamation. Jesus Christ. Is that, I don't remember what it's called. It's close. And yeah, then, close. uh... Yeah. But he does have Instead some... of freeing slaves, it's just, you know, Harley Quinn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Freeing from that sinister Mr. J. Okay, so I mean, it's about the same. It's about the same. (laughs) Don't quote me ever saying that anywhere. Uh, But he does have bright things to say about bright. That it is still happening. You're looking forward to a bright too. Is this their like Justice League type version that they're going to attempt? The bright? Nope, never mind. I'm thinking of uh, something else. Bright, Bright burn. burn. Yep. Uh, Sorry. Bright sucked. I hope they don't make another one. <laughs> the last time I was on your show, Neil, I did Bright. You did. And 
What's funny is you opted to do bright for some reason or another. That's true. <laughs> Your fault. I did. Uh, it is. You know what's weird? So I've seen that movie like two and a half times. And the more I watch it, the more I don't I like hate it as much. But maybe it's just because I know what's coming and I just let it. It's like it. a Stockholm Syndrome It thing, is, probably. kind of. Because everything I read, it's like, it's abysmal. It's horrible. And I... And I'm like, guys, give it a chance. It's not, I guess, that bad. And then I feel like I'm just like, like holding a torch for it. And then mm. I'm like, then I'm like, what am I doing? And then I realize it's written by Max Landis, who's like, may, maybe a rapist. I don't know. <laughs> He's not on Twitter anymore to blow up anybody's feeds. Good. Aww. Thank God. Hey, the PS5 is going to be out later this year. Yep. I saw their logo. <coughs> it looks the same. It looks regular. <laughs> yep. Um, but apparently, did you hear this news, Neil? Uh, hear this news, Joel? Uh, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. <coughs> that <laughs> great. <laughs> that took me a second. Uh, apparently, I heard a rumor that it's going to be backwards compatible. I have heard this all the way back to PlayStation One. Holy shit. I don't know why <laughs> you go all the way back that far. I, I appreciate that the effort is there to go all the way back because, honestly, I still have PlayStation 1 discs yeah. in working shit. condition that I'd like to maybe jump back into. Sure. Now, what's funny is they must have cleared up whatever technology it was because I know the PS3 was touting that it was going to be backwards compatible. Well, wasn't and, the first version? And the first version was, but they were like, we're losing money out on these PlayStation 3s. <laughs> so, and they were still selling for like $500 when they first came out and they yeah. claimed they were losing money because of the backwards compatibility drive or whatever <laughs> that they had in it. So... Unless the PS5 is like a thousand dollars, maybe I don't. I don't know if they have a price point for it yet. Christ. Anyway, I'm excited. Me too. Pre-orders in. <laughs> oh. It is not. I pre-orders in for five years from now, <laughs> whenever I can afford it. He just got a PS4 for God's <laughs> yeah, sakes. That's right. <laughs> uh, last bit of news I got here, JT hey. and Neil. Uh, AMC, the channel. Okay. Will actually finally premiere. El Camino uh, uh, to show for on its, people for people who are not fucking smart enough to get Netflix. So right. it'll be available for them February 16th following a massive Breaking Bad marathon starting January 16th. I think uh, that's a really good move, actually. Yeah. I know how we were just shitting on ABC, <laughs> but AMC's doing it right for some reason. <laughs> well, at least they're showing quality shit. Yeah, This yeah. is true. <clears throat> so I don't know when they're going to be showing, because there's like 62 episodes of Breaking Bad. and They throwing in Better Call Saul with that, too? Nah, no? just Breaking Bad. Okay. Um, so I don't know if they're going to be showing them around the clock. Um, I doubt it, because there's not that many 62 hours that's just a little over a week <laughs> that can't well, be true yeah. <laughs> a work week mind you yeah uh so i don't know okay i think that's a i think that's a, that's a dandy of a move if you yeah. ask me for amc yeah yeah, yeah i'm there's what they're gonna they're really good when, at staying relevant yeah when is when is the better call Saul debuting and i think it's coming out this year 
Don't know. I think it is this year for sure. For a person who hasn't mm-hmm. watched any of it, mm-hmm. I, sure I want to say it's pretty the... soon because I, th- I thought I heard something like maybe February something. How many seasons that are in it? Is that now? Uh, four. Sounds right. I think they hmm. might be on their fourth. Hmm. Better call Saul to find out. Am I right? Ayo! Ayo! Got him! Oh god! <laughs> That's it. Okay. I, I, I got a little news. bit to throw in here. A little okay. bit of news. Hey, put it on me. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't remember if you guys have actually touched on this, but I think uh, they've confirmed the Penguin for the new The Batman movie. Yes. You've already talked about it, or yes, you know about it? <laughs> I think both. <laughs> All right. I have think we... it was a rumor when we talked about it, but I think they finally made it a surefire thing this week. I want to say the last time you talked about it, you were still at Jonah Hill in the mix. But oh, but I could maybe be he wrong. was for Riddler. Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe. Anyway, Colin Farrell, is, I think yeah. he's going to be the Penguin. Cool. Which is, I think, a cool choice. It yeah. is good. And I saw on the Twitter oh. that there was a candid shot. Not sure if you oh, guys shit. saw this. Troy, you'll get it. Uh, <laughs> it's a shot of young, maxed up Bruce Wayne on a motorcycle, looking all kind of ragtag. Like... Thinking like Scott Snyder's run where he's on his motorcycle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Shot of Robert Pattinson on a motorcycle. Okay. But it could just be a callback to when uh, Robin and Bruce had that uh, motorcycle chat in Batman Forever. <laughs> okay. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> okay. We yeah. can only hope. <laughs> so like a year zero situation? Yeah, year zero, yeah. Okay. Or a zero year, whatever it called, whatever. I wasn't a huge fan of that story, but... Me neither. <laughs> Suck it, Snyder. You're long-winded. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. Uh, okay, I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm really curious to see how they go, because my, my wish, and again, this is where all the problems with Star Wars comes into play when people say, I wish this is what happens, and then it doesn't deliver. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping it's some kind of big old Arkham fight. With just a bunch of folks in it. That'd be and, cool. And maybe Penguin's just the uh, ringleader of it all. I w- I'd be okay with that. Because I know they're already going to jump into an established universe already. So they can just like come and go. So that'd be mm-hmm. cool to see. Even if it is like cameo shit. Like, you, in, like in Arkham Asylum or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't see every bad guy in that. But there's like remnants of like things associated with them. And you're like... Oh shit! They're like they live in this universe. Yeah. That'd be enough for like me to for see a first like Calendar Man or something locked up yeah. in a yeah, cell sure. or something like that. Why not Quilt Man? Victor Zaz, <laughs> he's there, baby. <laughs> actually, not? actually heard Victor Zaz is going to be a character, uh, uh, one of the villains in the Birds of oh, Prey Birds movie. Oh yeah, I did oh, hear that okay. as well. Yeah, okay. Okay. we'll see if it happens. Emancipation, <laughs> Emancipation <laughs> Proclamation. <laughs> Of Harley Quinn. Of Harley Quinn. Or maybe in The Batman, <clears throat> they'll force him to drive the Batmobile at certain points during the movie. <laughs> and then Troy will just then, get up and yell, oh, fuck this and leave. <laughs> He's so frustrated. Alfred will just show up in a picture in picture. Use your winch, Master Bruce. <laughs> I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm going home. Uh, <laughs> like you, like start, you, don't, you don't do it for so long that the Alfred will just be like, hey. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Use the wench. <laughs> How many times do I have to fucking say it to you, <coughs> Master Bruce? Be a good idea to use the winch, Master Bruce. 
Remember, the Batmobile has a winch at your disposal, Master Bruce. I really don't know what else I have to say to get you to use the fucking winch. Hold the R2 button to utilize the winch, Master Bruce. I'm pretty sure if this real-life scenario was a video game, I'd use the R2 button. Make sure you hold L2 to convert to battle mode. Piece of shit, Batmobile. <laughs> Put a real stain All on the right. Batmobile. No, it <laughs> did not. It did. It did not. When's the last time you played it? Oh, boy. It's been a couple of years. <laughs> I wish I had tea left and it was scalded. <laughs> so I could just throw it in your oh, face. Oh, God. Fine. I mean, I but didn't it's... like it, but I didn't hate it as much as you did. Yeah. You were like... You don't you... know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the news I got. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got some Frozen 2 news, everybody. It Ooh. just became the highest grossing animated movie ever. Frozen 2s. Really? Yes. Generating $1.325 million. <laughs> oh, my God. Beating Quite. out its predecessor, Frozen, with $1.281 billion. I've really? yet to see it. Is it better? Worse? Do you guys know? I don't, don't I didn't care. like it as much as the first one. Mm-hmm. Don't care. See, me neither. <laughs> I didn't actually care for the first one very much. <laughs> me neither. I just, uh, we put it on for Macy, like, not that long ago because she wanted to see the snowman. And so we put it on, and she wasn't even interested five minutes in, so we turned it off. <laughs> She's like, no, Buzz and Woody. It like, okay. didn't thaw her frozen heart? <laughs> 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 Whatever fucking Wolf says in that <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Buzz and Woody, Troy, Tom Hanks uh-huh. is in the news for uh, possibly playing a villain in his next role. Okay. Would Tom this Hanks. even be fucking possible? Who I don't knows? know. I was having a conversation with a coworker of mine not long ago. And went through his entire filmography to find this very answer. No, he's not a straight-up villain in really? any movie. And like, probably the closest he comes is, like, Catch Me If You Can. But he's not even, like, a villain. He's just kind of an, an antagonist to Leonardo DiCaprio. He was already kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> I guess Woody's kind of a dick sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. He like, can when be. he tells Buzz that he is a... Toy! <laughs> what a dick. He's a straight villain in that. Until he's right. Trust your villains. They're always right. But that'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool to even have him play, like, just his regular Tom Hanksy self. Yeah. But he's just, like, he's just fucking a sociopath. Twisted. Yeah. <laughs> It's like yeah. Julian Moore in the Golden Circle, like where she's all fun and bubbly, oh, yeah. And yeah, and just throws somebody in a meat grinder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it. That'd be cool. Have him like do some Ozymandia shit. It's <laughs> like, oh, I, oh, shucks, golly gee, I just oh, did man. that thirty minutes ago. I just, I just, <laughs> just mass murder. Son of a bitch has killed a city. <laughs> he wouldn't say son of a bitch, would he? <laughs> son of a biscuit. A son of a gun. <laughs> Gosh heck. <laughs> Look what I just did. <laughs> I bet you dollars to donuts. Mess. I just killed that city right there. <laughs> dollars to donuts. <laughs> Genocide. 
dollars to donuts. I, I could see him saying that like for sure. <laughs> Bet you dollars to donuts. I could kill that guy. Type it on his typewriter. <laughs> I was just gonna say that too. <laughs> God. Leave a picture of a left shoe on Twitter. <laughs> He's got a really great Twitter Man, account. Tom Hanks is so is so cool that he has the type of diabetes where all you have to do is just go on a diet and he just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's cool? Oh, yeah. And he's just like, I just like food. Like, all right. <laughs> I guess he's going to live with this because he can't give up food. What a great guy. How can he play a villain? He can't. He can't. change my mind. It's never going to work. Never going to work. F. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's all I got. There wasn't a lot of news I could find this week. No, I just had to scour for five pieces. <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, well, that's I guess uh, it, huh? It's done. It's done. It's done. All right. It's done. It's done. I got uh, Neil. You watch any trailers? You watch your trailers? Oh. Uh... Oh, did he jump out the window? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, and he's back. I'm Kevin, back. I'm back. Ke- Kevin carried him up the stairs. <laughs> Cradled him like a baby. Yep. Thanks, Kev. No problem. Here's my hat. Keep your head warm. Here you go, tiger. <laughs> oh, thanks. Why are you calling him Mary Jane's nickname for Spider-Man? Marvel. Oh, that's oh! true. <laughs> comes, all right, comes full circle. <laughs> Now nah, you go with your trailers, I'll tell you if I've seen them. <laughs> you okay. Got, you got two? I got three. You sick son of a bitch. Mm. Well, I only have two. So okay. why don't you spout yours off, and I'll chime okay. in when I have them. Well, uh, the one that came out last week that we didn't talk about was A Quiet Place Part oh, yeah. 2. I haven't watched that one yet. And uh, it looks pretty good. For, for some reason, they're talking a lot more in this. <laughs> Just out in the open? Yeah, yeah, well, not like out in the open, but like they're like Under talking low, but it's still <laughs> oh. like, what the f- Like the whole thing, it was like there's supposed to be no noise at all, but now right. they're just like, we have to walk quietly here. <laughs> like, no. They're supposed to be able to hear that shit. I right. Don't know. But then, like, and then this one kind of takes like that predictable approach where it's like, now we're going to talk about like, what, well, what about the humans? Maybe the humans are worse. Oh. Or it's like, okay, we get it. Are they? <laughs> next to fucking huge monsters that'll tear you apart yeah humans are worse yep i don't know but it's like a whole thing like they come across like a group where like they may have nefarious plans for the family now that they're like oh. there and it's i don't know right. it's like a whole thing so Maybe i don't they... know well now they know how to defeat them right yeah just <laughs> make a weird fucked up earpiece <laughs> but all right I don't know. This one doesn't. This one definitely feels like a sequel. Because <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like a okay. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I don't know what to do. So let's just make a bunch of shit happen. <clears throat> okay, that's too bad. I'll probably still see it eventually, but. Oh yeah, I'm still planning on checking it out. Like, I mean, it might still be good. Who knows? Who knows? It's just a trailer. Just a trailer. It's just a fucking trailer. They're talking in that waterfall. No, they're just kind of like talking at low levels in the middle of nowhere. Having another baby at a very, very bad time (laughs) just having kids. 
Uh, Damn it, Neil, for not making life. What the fuck are we doing with ourselves? <laughs> that's actually a good point. They did have a cover for that tub. That's, that's true. Right. Tub cover. Tub cover. <laughs> Tub thumping. Tub thumping. Hey, I'm John Krasinski for tub covers. We also got a trailer for New Mutants. Yeah. still coming out. I'm actually very surprised they're still touting this movie. Not even touting, more like threatening this movie to come out. Threatening it. So, did you see this one too? Yes. Do you feel like there were... A ton of action-y reshoots. It felt like more... Like, I heard somewhere that, that they reshot it to make it more horror-centric. More horror? Cause yeah. <laughs> horror horror Because I feel like the horror stuff that was in this trailer I saw on previous stuff. Yeah, but I I read somewhere that like they put that trailer out and it, like, it got a really positive, positive feedback... But it wasn't intended to be like a horror movie. It's supposed to be just like an actual like oh. regular run-of-the-mill X-Men movie. I see. So then they were like, well, shit, if they like that, let's just make it a horror movie and just reshoot a shit ton of it. And maybe not put it out for two years. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, because my thoughts when uh, watching this trailer, it looked like they just added a ton of action-y set pieces that throw it off from, like, the horror aspect. So maybe that's what they originally had. Maybe. And they're adding more that we have not seen yet. Maybe. Either way, I'm very curious about this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Curious is the right word. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> maybe also, not looking forward to, but curious nonetheless. Yeah. Also, how how long in this universe <laughs> have people gone where, like, you still have to be like, do you know what mutants are? Oh, my God. <laughs> Every single X-Men movie is like that. <laughs> hey, hold on. Do you know... Have you heard of mutants? It's like, oh, those things that have been around since the 60s? Yeah. I think I might have heard of them a couple times. Well, according to the one with Oscar Isaacs, they've been around since the pharaohs. That's right. The pharaohs <laughs> of Egypt. <laughs> or the time they were in the White House front lawn. <laughs> Being attacked by sentinels. Or, you know, that time that one of them moved the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> but You know, that thing. <laughs> but maybe Days of Future Past erased everything, and who knows, who cares? Maybe. All right. Maybe. <laughs> they just erased enough of the past where they're, and they're like, not everyone's heard of mutants. <laughs> <laughs> just this circle of people. Yeah, just <laughs> these kids that are like... Why all why can I make fire with my hands? Yeah, all mutants don't know they're mutants. <laughs> oh my god. Why are people staring at me? Oh, you're you're a mutant. That's uh, probably because you're a mutant because your whole body's on fire and you're like also a wolf or something. What? This yeah. is... And when you you're... sit down you become fatter. <laughs> Remember that one from X3? <laughs> <laughs> the pinnacle of X-Men movies. <laughs> Become fatter when you sit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought. I think it's the other way around. Oh, it's like a fat guy was coming through to sit down. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, look at this fucking oh. fatty!" Oh, oh and he sits down and then he shrinks. Oh yeah, so that's all right. This room. Opposite. Then you sit down to get skinny. Oh. That's right. Excellent workout. Or if you get jacked, then it's like chicks are just like, "I want to sit down." <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Because it's like, hey, I, want, I like it when you're skinnier. I get it. So if you want to sit down? Get it. 
What about Here the... all night, everybody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what about God. the guy that could just grow spikes out of him, and he was a main character? <laughs> <laughs> or the other one where you're like, is that a boy or a girl, and what are your powers exactly? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> <laughs> the one who could, like, clap. The one who could clap? And, like, stuff would happen. Arclight. That's the name. Arclight? Oh, boy. This happened in X-Men 3? I remember Dreadlock guy from the last one. I don't know what Let's the. I don't even know about the, X-Men when 3. you say the last one. I have no clue what you're talking. <laughs> uh, the Phoenix one, oh, Dreadlock yeah, yeah. guy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like his only guy. power was that he had really like good hair. I don't know. Like he, he just move fucking dreadlocks. Yeah. He so could, like, like, oh, we screwed up the Inhumans swing. Medusa. Let's yeah. rectify this. We have the technology. Let's put it on dreadlock guy. <laughs> uh, anyway, the last trailer. Uh, that I'm pretty stoked about is the Netflix Lock and Key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you watch this one? Did I did see this. Neil, did you see this one? Didn't see it. I think it came out today. Um, looks good. They oh, tried yeah. to do this like two or three times, like once on Fox, another time somewhere else. Yeah. Um, looks uh, pretty faithful to the book. Uh, I can see where they're going to take a little bit of liberties here and there, but it's like one of my favorite books. It's, yeah. It's really good. It gave me pretty sweet, like, Umbrella Academy vibes <coughs> watching the trailer. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty fucked up, the book is. It's, like, originally written by Joe Hill's son. Or, um, it's written by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. <laughs> yeah. I eventually got there. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's, it's definitely creepy. And it's got, like, some supernatural horror elements to it, too. It's... It goes places that you wouldn't expect it to go, and I like that. Hmm. And it was a breath Sweet. of fresh air hitting the comic scene years yeah. ago. Or as Wild Wild West says, a breast, a breast of fresh ass. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kevin Klein. Oh, God. What a, what a fucking legend. Awesome yeah. Legend. What a legend. A breast of fresh <clears throat> ass. That amazing line. Oh, uh, now, now I'm working. It'll now live working. in in the in in cinema for his for all time. <laughs> all time. All time. A breast of fresh. A breast ass. of fresh ass. <laughs> Speaking of a uh, fresh ass, uh, hey, let's talk about uh, what won the turn random movies. <laughs> Neil, did you cast your vote on this one? Sure did. What'd you vote for? <laughs> uh, it was The Happening Uh-oh. versus Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, I voted Gone in 60 Seconds. As did I. I don't vote with the trolls, I'll yeah. just have you know. Yeah, that shit didn't win, because it's The Happening, moving on. However, yeah. I'm okay with The Happening winning, strangely. <laughs> I thought, in my mind, when I pit these two against each other, that the power of Nick Cage would beat The Happening. And it didn't. It's too early of a Nick Cage movie, I think. You want weird-ass Nick Cage, you gotta be like 2010 and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. You underestimated the power of of Mark Wahlberg as a scientist. I did. To try and out-crazy Nick Mark Wahlberg. I think it's the wind. God damn it. So the happening's moving on, Troy. All right. The one that assassinated your precious chitty chitty bang bang is moving on. Travesty. <laughs> I'm upset about it too. Good. Uh, 
Well, the next matchup is going to be the Birdcage. Okay. Versus Bambi. Wow. That's right. This so I remember what versus <laughs> the birdcage versus Bambi <coughs> in my quarterfinal mixima. Hey, might be a good one. Might be a good one. Uh, yeah, uh, a gay couple versus a deer. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see them battle it out. <laughs> Who will survive? <laughs> I think this is a pretty solid matchup because there's no, like, trolls in it. Like, I don't know Yet. what you'd troll. Mm. <laughs> As I say something. it. Yep, there you go. They're already, they're already calculating their plans. <laughs> Hard at work. As you speak. Is that a challenge, Neil? <laughs> Accepted. But then again, if they trolled either one, I wouldn't care. <laughs> I feel like, whatever. So, well, I have a favorite, but I'm not going to say which one just in case. The trolls are listening, which they always are. <laughs> you look around the room. <laughs> yeah, don't you see Eric standing right over there? <laughs> hey, gents! <laughs> Eric was Stan Lee the whole time? <laughs> Excelsior! Uh, before we get into the main event of the evening, I do have some listener mail! What the fuck?! So get... Get that mail scream ready to go. Oh, that's right. Gotta get the mail scream up and operational for our uh uh <laughs> mail. Starting right here with mail scream. Time's <laughs> due. Doesn't get old. Never gets old. <laughs> so I actually have a twofer from good old Jude Smith. Holy what? shit. And he's replying to our top movies of 2019. Hopefully Jude's doing well down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jude. How are you doing down there, P.S.? There's a lot of fires happening in yeah. Australia right now. <laughs> I actually donated to the... I don't. I just donated to the Australian Red Cross the other day. Very good. I don't know Fuck if that yeah. was the appropriate one to do, but it was the first one that came up in Chris Hemsworth's list. There was <laughs> apparently somebody, a model, uh, charging $10 for nudes. Uh, and every dollar she made, she was donating to Australia's relief fund. Hey. She I made uh, $100,000. <laughs> <laughs> I should send in my tax form. Holy cats. <laughs> um, anyway, he writes, Hey, fellas, the time has come once again to uh, for a write-in from Down Under. First off, top movies of 2019 are, and he doesn't have these labeled, by number, so these are just his top movies. Okay. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joker, uh, because he hardly uses any social media, so I'm still able to take this somewhat seriously. Uh, Lego Movie 2, Shazam, Endgame, Rocket Man, Knives Out, John Wick 3, possibly the most fun he's had in a theater uh, in a long while. I know, I'm, I'm pissed I didn't bring up John Wick 3 when we were talking, because John Wick 3, that first half hour alone is some of the best action I've seen. Never seen it. Holy shit. I don't have to get there. Kills this giant with a book. Oh. <laughs> uh, Jojo Rabbit. He says he's way into it. And he still needs to see Lighthouse in Midsummer, uh, And maybe the Mr. Rogers one. <laughs> and a few things you brought up in a previous episode. Lethal Weapon is the Smith family Christmas movie of choice. And in Ooh. his opinion, 
does in fact have more Christmas cheer than most Christmas movies, including Die Hard. Wow. Eric. He's not too old for that shit. It does start with a Christmas carol, right before a, a hooker does a bunch of drugs and jumps out a window. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> And also, I wholeheartedly approve of the Tango and Cash review in the near future. One of his favorites, a possible part of his, a possible part of his top ten of all time. Dude. Well, maybe not, but it has the best high five ever put to film. I'm telling you, this is a, this was a good choice. I've been hearing a lot of people come out of the woodwork telling me that they're looking forward to Tango and Cash. Yeah, I know. <laughs> More than anything ever, they yeah. want Tango and Cash. They just want Tango and Cash. <laughs> More excited about this high five. Well, I hear know. this. But as the best high five ever put to film, and he's not even a big high five guy, but oh, that high shit. five, my God. Has he, he writes, seen Scott Pilgrim? That's got the best high five. Well. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> That's very true. I weigh have in, to see Jude. Tango and Cash, though. So. You got to weigh in. And with that, I'll leave you to get on with the show. As always, keep up the good work. And for the purposes of this email, I'll label the Review Review Podcast as his personal favorite podcast of 2019. But don't let it go to our heads. Good work, guys. Also, holding my breath for a Life Aquatic review. Is 2020 the year it happens? Uh-oh. Who knows? Wow. You know? Troy's maybe. favorite, Wes Anderson. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, and congrats to JT for the engagement and hope that you are doing uh oh and hope that your what you're doing is a rousing success. And get Diane O'Neill back, miss that guy. Oh hey! my god, just Jude, you picked the right episode to write into, pal. That's right. He follows up. Uh, because he had more thoughts after he hung up the email. <laughs> Okay, so forgive me, but I just saw Midsummer and had to mention that it's definitely on that list. Wow. And also, JT's notes very much made me appreciate the film even more. From a B to an A more. So good work, Shit. JT. That's, <laughs> that Swede killing Danny's family is actually a pretty great theory. Um, fits in the list on the upper end somewhere. Also, just realized I only put nine movies and forgot to include Ready or Not which is definitely on there. Check it out for a Sam Raimi horror vibe. Damn. Um, I kind of wanted to see Ready or Not. I heard it's just goofy fun. It's fun. I liked it. Um, so Hollywood is out, and those two are in. Sorry, Hollywood. You're out. Get out of there, Hollywood. <laughs> I know where... Uh, I know there would be... I'm trying to read this through the pop garden. It's not working. <laughs> I, I know there would have been chaos should this air have gone unfixed. Anyway, for real this time, keep up the good work. There you go. Always good to hear from you, Jude. Nice to hear from you, Jude. Yep, you bet, Jude. Stay um, away from that fire. Yep, stay cool, man. <laughs> That's true. Stay cool. Stay cool, man. Um, I think I think that's the only one. I thought there was two, but there are not. Um... So yeah, thanks Jude for writing in. Tell us, yeah. let us know how you are if you're safe, because that'd be pretty uh, good to know. Yeah, <laughs> my God. There's actually a few Australian things that I follow. Uh, Weekly Planet is one. Mm -hmm. I also follow this gardening channel yeah. that's down yeah. in Australia, and I just was like, please don't let them <laughs> have their stuff be all destroyed or yeah. whatever. I'm not he just sure. built that chicken coop. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you think of his compost bins? <laughs> oh, sheesh. 
Please, not my raised beds. <laughs> Anything but my raised beds. Not those birdies beds. <laughs> anyway. Well, they're properly irrigated. That I don't think they'll be catching. That's fire. very true. That's very yeah. true. That's um, birdies beds. <laughs> Go to <laughs> birdies.com. <laughs> Tell them Mark sent you. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> Bye for now. Uh, okay. Uh, so I guess that will bring us to the main event of the evening. Yes. Uh, oh, I almost said lock and key. That's not right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, six underground. Yes. Hit us like a <laughs> methed up baby with a baseball bat. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, on December 13th, 2019. Started giving people seizures on December <laughs> Uh, the day of my birth, December 13th, 2019, <laughs> this, this movie. Early like <laughs> birthday present yeah. for you. It dropped in our laps. Had a budget of $150 million. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has this at 37%. <laughs> IMDb, 6.1 out of 10. And Metacritic, 41%. Jesus. Um, ready, steady, cut... Gives us 2.5 out of 5 stars. Man. I know. Uh, JT, what what happened in uh, in a 6 Underground? What happened in 6 Underground? <laughs> well, Ryan Reynolds plays a eccentric tech billionaire. Yes. Who only calls himself one. Yes. Because he is putting together a group of vigilantes that are coming together to... Rid the world of the worst people, and their their first official mission is to overthrow the dictator of Turgistan. <laughs> I have a note here. Turgistan? Yeah. That's my note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it was a Michael Bay decision to make it so close to turd. <laughs> I had to, like, I was pleading ignorance. I'm like, they're treating this very seriously. Is this... Turgistan isn't real, it's is not, it? It's not real. Thank God it's not real. <laughs> I know for like a lot of these movies, they have to make up countries so that like the country that they actually do talk about doesn't get like pissed. Right. So yeah. But this is definitely like this looks like Saudi Arabia for the most part. Yes. Anyways, we'll get into it. But anyways, <laughs> they have to they're gonna overthrow the dictator of Turgistan and replace him with his democracy loving brother. Yep. Through uh through what they call a coup. A coup. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that's their, their whole mission. They and For some reason, they want to do it by the Day of the Dead. Yes. Which, is, it just seems like a very bro-y bet between each other, where it's like, but we can do it by Day of the Dead. <laughs> just to give us some sort of countdown. What's the nearest semi-holiday? Yeah. Day of the Dead? Is Let's this in Saudi Arabia, or is this in Mexico? <laughs> we don't know. Let's do it. Fuck it. <laughs> There are many times during this movie that I couldn't tell if they were Latin flavored or Middle Eastern flavored. Because uh, I think some accents went in and out of what they were trying to Oh, be. most definitely. And <laughs> it was odd that they did have a countdown to Deus es Muertos. Yeah. But it was in and they never really the Middle s- East. Yeah. And they never <laughs> they really say why they... I think it's just like a personal bet between themselves where it's like, we have to do it by Deus es Muertes. It's like, why? 
I don't know. Well, they have to do it because he's giving a rousing speech. The dictator is. At oh, that that's time. true. Yeah. So they have to. So that just time it for that specific moment. <laughs> yes. But before any of that even happens, that's all the second hour of the movie. Yeah. The first hour is nothing but one action scene Jesus after Christ. another. Yeah. The beginning of the this... first the first half hour is just that car chase in Italy. Yes. Which I have a note here that even Michael Bay doesn't even know how Italy let him do that because they were literally speeding through Italy. <laughs> Around 800-year-old statues, and he's like, I don't even know why they let us do that. <laughs> Luckily, nothing was, like, broken, but why would you let us do that? We Man, asked, and you said yes. I think this is the first movie that we've watched where I tried to take notes while watching it, and I couldn't. I had to pause it. Because <laughs> so much shit would happen <laughs> while I was trying yeah. to make notes. or like, oh, fuck! <laughs> I just missed the part where Dave Franco... Oggles the David's junk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They they pause there and they look up at it. Yeah. (laughs) And then they they continue to go. But after another glance from the uh, number two in the back seat as they speed by. Let me just explain here. Everyone's named a number in this. Yeah. Michael, ba- is- Michael Bay gives so less of a fuck about character in this that he just numbers people. And it's like, you're two. <laughs> and it's literally, they say what they are in the movie. So it's like, they're pretty much just cookie cutter. Yes. Yeah. So number one is the leader in the bankroll. That's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number two, a spy. Yeah. Number... Who's played by Shoshana from Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Number three <laughs> is the hitman. Ooh. Number four yeah. is the parkour thief. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> number five is the doctor. And number six is the driver. Yeah. Until another six is introduced later well, on no, in the movie. Well, that, no, that person's seven. Oh, is it seven? Yeah. Making the... Well, I'll we'll, we'll we'll let you know. Uh, but he he's the sniper mm-hmm. when number seven is introduced. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. all it's all. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Dave. But yeah, Michael Bay cares so less about character that he just numbers people. Even when they actually give their real names at one point, they just go back to calling them calling each other numbers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like I don't know and care about your name. <laughs> You're one. <laughs> If I had to summarize this movie in a phrase, it would be Fast and Furious on Bath Salts. God. it. This is, like, what the Fast and Furious movies will be in, like, three more movies. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but Six Underground beat them there. Yeah. And it went for that R rating. Oh, this holy shit did it. has so much collateral damage in it. And they do not give a fuck. They yeah. just drive through crowds. They of make fun of the collateral damage they they <laughs> produce. Like they'll hit someone going eighty miles per hour, and you'll watch that person die, and they'll be like, "Sorry, dude." <laughs> like normally, everyone dives out of the way yeah. in these types of things, right? There are people getting mowed down by cars, bouncing off hoods, yeah. just li- getting pulled under a wheel and run over at points. Yeah, and when there's a car accident, like, the bodies will fly out of the windows as the car is, like, overturning. 
I would say the action. I would say the action scenes in this are pretty good. The They're action pretty top tier. Fucking kicks ass in this. <laughs> I loved all of the action in this. It is so fucking like in your face. <laughs> it's so aggressive. <laughs> the action, the car scenes, especially the opening car chase, goes on for like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, it goes for a long time. And when a car it crashes, awesome. it doesn't crash. It fucking disintegrates. <laughs> It does, there's a point where <laughs> a, like an SUV crashes, starts to do a barrel roll, and yeah. then splits, splits in, in half, half in mid-barrel roll. And like you see bodies fly out of it. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. There's like one Jeez. where like a dude's hanging out of like the driver's side of a car and then like falls into like the bucket of a skid loader, and like they show his mangled body hanging out of it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it gives zero fucks yeah. about anybody in and this. And, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> oh I also really <laughs> like this movie. <laughs> this movie it, fucking rules. Oh. It is so dumb, <laughs> yes. and it makes no sense, and I was loving every single second of this fucking movie. <laughs> Once you get into, like, the car chase, and you're like, all right, I'm in. Because then it, like, halfway through, it does make kind of, like, a stop and be like, okay, now we're going to try to tell a story here. Yeah. And the story itself is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and they carry it off in a, like, blink and you miss it, like, explanation. Like, we're going to talk so fast you're not going to ask questions about it. Yeah. It's just going to work. It's like a dumb Ocean's Eleven plan, right? Where they're trying to plan a heist, but you don't really know what the fuck they're trying to do. They just know they're trying to overthrow this dictator. Yeah. These six people, right? Yeah. And when that plan starts going, it that's till the end of the movie. And it's the plan is so complicated. <laughs> that it's like, this shouldn't ever work, but... It, they do the it. The plan just involves them going to different locations to do more action scenes. Yes. But anyway, like, the first... Fuck. The first chunk of this, I thought, was pretty stellar. So much of the beginning of this, I wanted to just remember everything when I couldn't. <laughs> like, it's so dense with just crazy action and also just crazy shit. They're like, they're even people just being crazy. It... So, it definitely... So, the opening is the spy. She previously got shot by something you don't see yet. Yeah. And the doctor is trying to dig a bullet out of her in the back seat. Yeah. While the driver and Ryan Reynolds are in the front, like, trying not to puke because... Oh, the driver's yeah. Dave Franco, by the way. Yeah, Dave Brilliant. Franco's the driver. <laughs> and then at one point, they when they think they got away from everybody, they parked the car so Ryan Reynolds could pull an eye out of his pocket <laughs> that they dug out of the guy that they were visiting in Italy... So that he could use the dude's phone to, like, find, like, somebody. Yeah, because the phone had a retinal scanner. So yeah. You could, like, but he couldn't it. hold the eye because when every time he holds the eye, it slips out of his hand. So he has to hold it by the optical nerve. <laughs> so it's just dangling. So it's, and it's dangling <laughs> over the phone. So he's, like, trying to, like, like <laughs> balance the phone and the eye so that it scans properly. While there's a cop, like slowly driving up behind them so it's like this weird tense like why the fuck is happening moment <laughs> watching ryan reynolds balance an eye by its optical nerve this is insane <laughs> if you haven't guessed by now i'm the one who hasn't seen oh this. yeah <laughs> oh yeah we forgot that plot thread and yeah. uh i'm very upset i'm gonna go home and watch this immediately <laughs> 
And the thing is, like, I went in with like very little expectations, right? Because I heard about these numbers, like the lo- like the thirty seven percent. Yeah, I'm like, really? Because I'm like, it just seems like Ryan Reynolds wouldn't put himself on that. Well, he did yeah. Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, he would. Never mind. <laughs> But um, but he's got enough clout now, where it's like he wouldn't just like subject himself to some bullshit anymore, right? And so I went in like with no expectations, and I think you still need to go in with no expectations, yeah. okay? Because I think it'll it'll be better, yeah. Because but, it is just a big dumb fun, yeah. thing like and the Fast a, and Furious. I guess movie. there's a trailer out for this that they cut with with Ryan Reynolds. Like the first thing that happens, Ryan Reynolds gets gets on the screen and says. This is the Michael Bayest movie Michael Bay has ever made. <laughs> and, and that right there is. sounds awful. It does, right? <laughs> it does. But it does everything that Michael Bay does good yeah. in this. Like, like watching there... this, you can almost see how like studios tether him to where like Michael Bay movies suck. Like there is still things in here where you kind of roll your eyes. Like there's some there's like some humor in here where you're like are you a fucking fifth grader? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but there's, but holy shit, this reminds me so much of like those like late nineties, like Arnold Schwarzenegger action movies, like, uh, like fucking like end of days and the sixth day and like fucking, yeah. uh, eraser where it's just the dumbest fucking action. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, the humor is like off, but it's like, you're having fun almost all the way through. There's what makes it is that there's no schmaltzy like love story in it. No, they try to make like a down to earth kind of plot thread with number seven and with against number one to try to like have like some humanity. Yeah, but that's barely there. And like the the hitman and like the CIA chick are like kind of having like a budding thing going, but they're mo- they're mostly just like. Like fervorously banging each other after like killing right. a room full of dudes. Right, wearing prosthetic face makeup. Yeah, that was my. I was losing my shit when they had like a whole like sexy love scene where they're like stripping each other of their clothes and their like facial things that they had to wear to like hide their faces. <laughs> they, Jesus. So like number, she's like making out with him while she's like ripping off his fake nose. <laughs> number one told him to come in incognito, so they came dressed as tennis players. <laughs> And they had big fake chins and big fake noses <laughs> oh my on. God! And they go in. They they're fucking in just fucking white tennis gear and headbands. And the hitman is wearing like a blonde wig yeah. that looks awful. And they come in and they just fucking wreck this room, right? Yeah. And then they just bang each other and are ripping these big honking noses <laughs> off each other. It's funny as shit. But you know what? I'm surprised for being like a rated R movie. And having some sexual things in it, there's no nudity. No. Besides Michelangelo's David. <laughs> yeah. But they do they do hover on some women's asses oh, quite a course. bit in this. Yeah. It's Michael Bay. Well, it's not as, like, I don't think it was as, like, gratuitous as, like, a Fast and Furious movie, though. No. Like, every time they go to a Fast and Furious, like, race, it's yeah. always just some, yeah. up- like, upskirts. Upskirt. Oh, Jesus. yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're like constantly trying to jam cameras up women's asses in Fast and Furious. Yeah, but yeah, but even but in this, it's just like they'll even like take moments where like like especially in the beginning when Dave Frank was like rounding a curve and there's just like a hot chick like doing like an upskirt and he's like oh and then like even like the movie like slows down going oh yeah. <laughs> like zooming in on her. <laughs> it's so dumb, <laughs> but I love it. 
It's, oh man. I love it just because it shows how fucking insane Michael Bay is, too. Like, just out of, like, that whole scene when they're, like, trying to, like, do the optical nerve thing, and it's, like, for no reason at all, like, a bird shits on the fucking <laughs> windshield. And then, like, there's one part where, like, Dave Franco's like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna show us some music, and they just start like blasting Britney Spears, and then like Ryan Reynolds just rips the radio out and throws it out the window. <laughs> it's just like that doesn't need to be in here, but you did it, and it's it's stupid, but it's yep. it's also like oh, fuck, that's Michael Bay <laughs> to a T. Um, uh, fun fact: this is the second most expensive movie that Netflix has ever produced. Um, yeah. the first being The Irishman. Oh yeah. Uh, there is a small little, uh, aviation gin nod in it. Did you notice that when Ryan Reynolds saddles up to the bar oh, yeah. with the dictator and he doesn't even order gin. He orders like a Negroni or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the Grony. <laughs> he has to say the fucking brand name when he's fucking ordering his goddamn And drink. then, uh. It's just an aviation gin bottle right on the counter. I'm like, my God. Um, I was expecting way more product placement in this, though. Yeah, like, because the, the only other Michael Bay thing I've really ever seen is, like, the Transformers movie, which yeah. has fucking Mountain Dew and Bud Light. Oh, yeah, all over the place. Pepsi everywhere. And this doesn't have anything yeah. but, like, aviation gin. Yeah, aviation once. gin. Is, yeah. <laughs> I was expecting way more. But I, I really actually dug the choice that they did to make this, like, as brutal as it was. Yeah. Because I think if it did, like, pull, like, some punches and do, like, a PG-13 car chases and they're not, like, running people over. Yeah. I would think it'd be, like, very bland. But because it'd they were be just... It'd be Fast and Furious. If it, like, people would just watch it and just think it's, like, a legit Fast and Furious ripoff. Right. And that's why I love that this is, like, a Netflix movie because it's, like, I feel like if... Michael Bay would like to pitch this to like any kind of like big studio. They'd be like, "Well, we gotta make a PG thirteen. Right? No one, no one's gonna see an R movie in the theaters. Right? Like this. They right. say that a lot, and then, and then everyone shows up for R rated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing that sets this aside. Where like they do so much crazy fucking shit in this, and do it in the most brutal way possible. <laughs> that it's like, fuck. I want to see more. I I mean I like Fast and Furious, but I would I'd go to Six Under Six Underground more times than I would Fast and Furious. Yeah, because they are going fucking balls to the wall. This sounds pretty great on the level of Crank One to Crank Two. Where are we at? Ooh. Man, I wouldn't say uh, it's as crazy as Crank Two, but I'd probably put it at Crank One. That's great because yeah. I love Crank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would say it's definitely crank level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's no people fighting each other in rubber suits or anything. <laughs> no. But they definitely do. Man, when we get to, like, the end with the fucking magnets. Holy God. shit. So I have also a note here. Magnets? Like, oh. What, what was his invention that made him his money? Yeah. Like, well, he says that he made his money because, like, he made his money... And he's also able to, like, stay under the radar because, like, he invented, like, some kind of technology that, like, a bunch of other, like, major corporations use. But, like, his major one is, like, these this thing that, like, magnetizes any kind of metal. Yeah. And it's, like, some weird... So, like, he made the small invention and then 
like the cell phone companies use it in all phones and all this kind of stuff. So he's yeah. able to like, like he made up. Yeah, they make up where it's like, yeah, all all cell phone companies use it. Like Tesla uses it. Like all these major corporations use this technology. Mm. But like it's so. It's such a small part of these products that he never gets the credit for it, but he still makes the money. So he's a billionaire without without having the credit. Right. That sounds great. And in the very, very beginning of this movie, he fakes his own death because he's in that plane or whatever. He's just yeah. flying around. I'm like, what the hell does this have to do with anything? <laughs> and then he just flies straight up. And then he's like, oh, mayday, mayday. He ejects and then his plane crashes and he just goes missing. Because that's like yeah. what all these other people in this six underground group are like like legally dead so they don't exist right mm. so they can kind of travel everywhere on unknown mm. all right all right so i'm like yeah that's a pretty fun wrinkle i guess yeah um i don't know how that would really work because they ask for identification everywhere anywhere you go yeah and there's places they go where they like talk about like having like facial recognition software and shit yeah where it's like i don't think your record's totally just thrown away <laughs> Granted, he's got like a billion dollars, I guess, at his disposal, so he could just kind yeah. of go wherever he wants if you flash yeah. enough money. So did somebody hire him for whatever they're... Nope, they're no. just rogue. It's, yeah, you're literally just watching... It, it feels like you're watching a bunch of bros be like, but we can cause a coup. That, and that's pretty much awesome. it. Awesome. That's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. Awesome. We're pretty much, like it's just like Ryan Reynolds, like <clears throat> like the only, like the major backstory they give Ryan Reynolds is that he met the dictator like at like this big like opera thing or whatever and just didn't like him <laughs> and was like yeah that's good fuck this guy <laughs> that's good yeah. fuck this me. guy i'm gonna fake my own death and then start a group where we just overthrow you <laughs> yeah awesome and so it's like these six peoples over overthrow like yeah. an entire government <laughs> yeah like ryan Re yeah ryan reynolds like the guy that brings them together where like if he like he'll meet people that are like kind of either down and out or like kind of on the brink of being like, I don't really feel like being a part of this life anymore. And then he's like, well, I'll give you like a purpose. So then they like fake their own death and then become part of this team. Yeah. Uh, we have yet to really talk about the parkour guy. Cause oh, you thought parkour, parkour was guy. dead. Parkour guy. <laughs> One of the major things he does in that, in that car chase is that he, he fucking rail grinds a skateboard onto like a thing where then he just fires into a car full of goons and just murders them. <laughs> yeah. He like is is on a skateboard, jumps up, does a fucking 50-50 grind on this rail while holding a grenade launcher. Yes! It's a grenade launcher because he fires it into the car and then breaks a dude's nose with the grenade before it blows up. Awesome. It goes into slow-mo. The grenade, you see it break his nose and he's like, oh shit. And then it explodes and like pieces go everywhere. Yeah. God damn it. And I'm just like, that was extreme. <laughs> That was awesome. So parkour's not quite as bad, poorly treated as it was in Punisher Warzone. <laughs> where he's just shot with a bazooka <laughs> in the air. Listen, it was, it's parkour. Like, it's, yeah. Michael Bay still thinks it's cool, <laughs> so it's in the movie. What was I thought was funny in this, too, is, like, it's, I noticed that later on, actually, he's running away from, uh, it's that one, it, they're still in the building, like, it's about three quarters of the way through the movie. Oh, and like in the he's, penthouse? Yeah, and he's running away from everybody, and he's doing all this parkour and shit. 
And, like, literally guys are just straight running after him. And they're still just right behind oh, him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, like, yeah. What is all your parkour doing? Oh, yeah. Nah, he's not fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, somersaulting over I-beams. And there's just guys running that are keeping up with him. <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? Why don't here? you just run, you fucking idiot? <laughs> but, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, one of the big things we still have yet to talk about is that Dave Franco dies in the first scene in this movie. <laughs> Dave Franco gets skewered. Oh. <laughs> he, yeah, he gets fucked up because he, yeah, he slides into a fucking, like, forklift and it just goes right through his chest. <laughs> he, so he's the driver, right? And yeah. there's a one point in this where it's at the end of the scene and, it, like, his windshield cracks. And he's like, oh, I can't see, I can't see. <laughs> he skids around and then gets impaled by a forklift. Yeah. Like, at a weird angle, like, kind of, like, in the neck, chest area. <laughs> and you're like, God damn! Oh, yeah, he gets fucked up. And then everyone just leaves him there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. dead already. I mean, but, Yeah, but that's why they need another guy, which is Seven, who's, like, the sniper from, like, uh, Afghanistan. Yeah. Who's just, like... He, like, he wants to do right, but it's, like, everyone around him just kind of tells him, like, oh, no, you're you're, you're trying too much or whatever. But then, like, his whole battalion gets killed by, like, a car bomb. Yeah. And then Ryan Reynolds comes in and is like, hey, you know, I'll just let you do whatever you want. Because then he fakes his own death and then joins the group. Yep. So he's seven. Yep. But there's still six people, which still makes the title make sense. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, even if take uh, number six, the driver. Yeah. He's dead. So now he's underground. <gasps> Oh, shit. How do you like that? Michael Bay is so deep. He's <laughs> deep <laughs> as shit. Oh, yeah. Um, so then, uh, I don't even know r- really what else to say about that first hour other than, like, it's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's super cool. Like, the thing that I, I, the thing that I love about this movie is that even when there's not action scenes <laughs> going on, they find, like, Michael Bay finds... The weirdest, dumbest things to throw into a scene where you're not even, like, where, like, as soon as you start tuning out, he just throws in something where you're like, what the, why the fuck is this in here? <laughs> like, <laughs> my favorite instance of this is that there's, like, a whole part where they're just kind of, like, discussing, like, what it's like to be considered dead or whatever, and then, like, uh, like, it starts getting out that, the like, the hitman and, like, the CIA spook chick are, like, fucking... And they're kind of discussing that. And then out of nowhere, Ryan Reynolds is like, wait a minute, who's that guy? And it's just a guy, like a fat Asian dude <laughs> in a in an I'm Britney bitch t-shirt that says, oh, I'm Raymond. And he's like, well, can you leave? He's like, okay. And he does. <laughs> that's it. That's all you that's, see of Raymond. That's all, that's all you see of Raymond, the Britney bitch shirt guy. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That and then uh, was, and then when they're discussing like the whole uh, penthouse scene where like they have to go to this penthouse in uh, in Tokyo or something to get uh, the brother of this dictator because he's like the democracy loving one so they right. want to put him in place so they talk about like okay this is gonna be a, a clear snatch and grab situation uh-huh. and for no reason at all they just keep saying snatch over and over and over again <laughs> they just keep repeating snatch. <laughs> Like, snatch, 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 snatch. Just over, for no reason. No reason. This does not need to be in this movie at all. Not at all. But he still keeps doing it. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why, but I love this. <laughs> <laughs> 
what I also thought was a really cool thing in this movie too. So in order to get to the dictator, they have to take out the people around him first. And that was like, this is like their whole plan when they're sitting down with Raymond, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Raymond's in all, all in on this, on this whole thing. Uh, so they take out his generals, his four generals. Yeah. Cause then there's nobody to like lead his army. Yeah. And then they can get to the, uh, the dictator that way. So I, they take out the generals by like going into like, I think it's like Las Vegas or whatever. They all hire a bunch of hookers. Yeah. And they this just, is, yeah, go this there. is when they come in dressed as tennis players. <laughs> and they just take out the whole room. Right. Nice. You know, I remember when they brought that up, I was like, Oh, this is gonna be like a whole thing where it's like, they have to take out the generals one by one. And like, Nope. They're all just in hire a bunch spot. of hookers and they all go in and start fucking these chicks. And then they just come in and just shoot them all in the head. <laughs> Yep. Kill all the generals in one scene. <laughs> yep. There nice. you go. Over. But what the what I like even more than that is like the scene after is that the dictator thinks that it was a trying to take over by the next in line. Yeah. And so he takes all of them up to the top of one of his buildings and like has his goons take the next in line of those generals and throw them off the top of the building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because if they thought it was him, fuck him, right? Nice. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, that's brutal. And you see him just get like, yeah, they not fall. wanting to go at all. Yeah, right? yep. they're gonna yeah. get thrown off this and, building. And the camera stays on them long enough for you to see them just like strawberry jelly all over the fucking <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> all over the fucking bottom of this building. <laughs> Every time you think, I love the subverting of expectations. I know this. you always expect like the camera to cut away right when something bad's about to happen, and it just stays there. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're just gonna show it, okay? <laughs> like, there's a like the last action scene on like a yacht. There's a scene where I it was the most gruesome kill I think in the whole thing, where seven. Puts a flashbang grenade in this guy. Oh my god! And like turns a corner. Yeah. And then it just head explodes. Yeah. And then he falls to the ground and you just see the gaping head wound. <laughs> and it's just dripping. And he's like, holy shit, it was just a flashbang. I didn't know I was gonna do that. <laughs> this guy was in fucking Afghanistan. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Well, while we're on that, let's talk about the crit. The fucking, one of my favorite parts of the whole fucking movie is when Ryan Reynolds uses his magnet technology to make the entire yacht a giant magnet. <laughs> so they get to this point where, and they even like hammer it home that the guns they're bringing with them are like plastic guns. Right, the ones that they would use to fight Magneto. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they, they get on this yacht and they're like, so like uh, they started like the whole coup by playing the song. <laughs> gotta, oh yeah. We're going to talk about that later. So like. The dictator's, like, secluded on his yacht, and then everyone gets on the yacht or whatever, and then all the goons start firing on them, and then Ryan Reynolds sets off his magnet, and then you just watch <laughs> all the goons, because they're wearing these, like, metal-encased flak vests, yeah. just sway back and forth into, like, the sides of the yacht, yep. even down to where there's a, there's a scene in the kitchen where, like... Cooks and henchmen are just being like fucking stabbed to fuck by knives. <laughs> it's like, it is so fucking. I can't even explain how fucking cool this looks when they fucking. Because he just fucking. He has like these buttons where like he can like set it from one side to the other. So it's like they slam into one side and then he push the other one. They slam the other side. 
There's people flying and it's all over every, the place. Everything metal, like their guns, they're wearing flag vests, so they are. Like everything metal is just going back and forth on this yacht. And they're just like walking them, just like assassinating these dudes like while they're like stuck to the wall. <laughs> like and they have they I love how some of it, it it's like they don't give a shit how stupid it is. Like, a basket of lemons just nails this guy in the nuts for yeah. no reason. <laughs> yes! Yes! I forget. <laughs> like, he gets zipped to the wall. Like, knives are, like, shooting right beside him, right? And yeah. then this big fucking <laughs> big, base of limes yeah, or whatever. Big, yeah, it's like, a, it's, like a metal, it's like a metal thing of lemons just hits him in the nuts. <laughs> so <Perfect>. stupid. <laughs> but the coup. Oh, the fucking coup. <laughs> So, do you want to explain? You go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So, like, so they they jack into like the 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 state television that's like it's like controlled by the government, and they have like a whole thing where uh, fucking the democracy loving uh, brother is like having this speech or whatever, and it's like a pretty lame ass speech. But then like the the hitman guy adds this song. It's like a, a a shitty fucking rock song. Is it this one? Wait, hold on. <laughs> you gotta wait for the chorus. What? <laughs> Alright. Yep, oh, yeah. Yes, this is it! <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Stop before we get a copyright. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But no, yeah. So he plays the chorus of that song and it inspires the entire country. <laughs> To form a coup against this dictator. What's What I thought was hilarious during this is because, like, it's kind of, like, ramping up to this big moment where his brother overtakes the dictator and he cuts him off on his, like, clothes, like, his, uh, uh, like, uh, it's, like, countrywide television or whatever. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's government-controlled television. Uh, propaganda or whatever. Yep. He cuts in. Says this whole thing, and the, and the movie's kind of ramping up. That song's playing, and it's like everybody's like riding in the streets, like getting pumped up. And then it yeah. cuts to like the TV, like from the Six Underground crew watching it, and you realize like that's piped in, like yeah. to the TV. <laughs> yeah. You think it's like just a part of the soundtrack yeah. of the movie. It yeah, is they not. do like a whole thing where it's like, what's this song? And then like, I think it's like the Hitman guy is like, I thought it'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, the, the parkour guy. Oh, the parkour like, guy. I think it's cool. I'm right. And yeah. then that song plays for the next 45 minutes. Yeah. Every time there's a lull in the action, they just start blasting the song. That's incredible. <laughs> no. The best thing, like, the, what I love about this movie is that, like, there's so many songs that are, like, that riddled throughout this movie where it's, like, like, imagine every, like, shitty, like, rock song where it starts, like, boom, ba boom, boom, where it's, like, and it's, like, some fucking, like, it's, like, some fucking, like, uh, like, rock singer, like, just, like, repeating, like, the same thing over and over again, like, here we go, here we go now. <laughs> like, every song is that exact same fucking, like, Set up. Yep. 
and it's like, it's great. Yeah, and that's like that's not even just like songs they play. That's like the fucking like score to the movie <laughs> is that them just playing these songs like they're just having like a random scene where like someone just busts out and starts like firing like a machine gun and it's just like a boom 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 here we go here we go now <laughs> like throughout the whole fucking movie yep <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> so needless to say they succeed in overthrowing this dictator yeah. right nice uh the movie kind of ends about there they they end up taking the dictator and capturing him in a helicopter and like pretty much throwing him to like the people he once controlled to like yeah they were just, they were like chopping at him with machetes oh yeah they had machetes they, they <laughs> killed the fuck out of him <laughs> that's the one part they pulled away from but barely uh, right yeah because you see like them hacking at yeah. him and he's just like, oh, yeah. yeah, they, yeah, they pull away enough where it's like, you don't have to leave. Nothing is left up to your imagination. Like you still know what they're going to fucking do to oh, him. Oh yeah. Drawn quarter of that asshole. God. And then it, uh, kind of ends with them kind of splitting up and the, like, I guess the one thing that number seven got to number one about is like having something to live for because apparently he's got a family somewhere yeah it wasn't so, ever referenced so like that super like that like really hot bartender he banged is that her kid then i don't know i don't know i wasn't watching it was like, that close i don't know because i get like because like he like he like <coughs> faked his own death like four years ago and that kid looks like about four the so they're just going to insinuate cut. that, like, this, yeah, so, like, this kid, like, this chick that he just randomly banged after, like, meeting, like, like this bartender that like, just randomly banged before he faked his own death, just had a kid, and then he just kind of kept tabs on him? I don't know. Maybe. But anyway, it ends with that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I know. I, I love it because Michael Bay has no idea how to make anything emotional. <laughs> No. Like the closest he comes to making something emotional is like, oh, I fucked this chick and then put a kid in her. I guess he likes that. He's <laughs> got something to live for. The yeah. little fuck kid. That little that little <laughs> fuck kid he made. He kind of. I think he likes that little fuck kid he made. So, Armageddon was real sweet. That had a right. pretty good love story. That's right. Animal crackers. Ugh. Yep. Just <laughs> just bouncing animal crackers off Liv Tyler's tits. That's. <laughs> That's romance. Yeah, that's bromance. <laughs> um, anything else to say about the movie? Uh, I think I got through all my notes. Yeah, I, no, I I loved when like the dictator's like fleeing from like his speech to the yacht, where he's just like, "Fuck these people!" and they just start showing him just like mowing through groups of people in his fucking like big SUV. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like people are like cartwheeling over his car, just yeah. like getting fucking nailed. That's like that's like what well, I've said it probably three or four yeah. times already, but like I love that choice. Yeah, it's I don't know why it it's seems so, so mind blowing, gratuitous. Yeah, but this I love is it. GTA come to life. It is, it is kind yeah, of. It totally is. Like the like these people, they're like trying to, they're like trying for like the greater good to do something right, but they don't give a fuck about people. No, like they make fun of people they kill with their car. There's like parts where like they'll kill someone, they'll be like, oh, is he a bad guy? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they'll drive into a bistro like all the tables sitting outside and it's just like oh hopefully i don't know <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, hopefully he was a bad guy. <laughs> the only time they seem to really care that they might kill something is when they almost kill a baby and puppies. Yes. Mm. And that was pretty funny because <laughs> it was like they spent this whole movie just like running, like mowing through people. And then out of nowhere, they do this like slow motion where it's like, look out for the baby. <laughs> and then, like, oh no, the puppy. Yeah, there's just like random puppies just like running away from the car. <laughs> Don't worry, the baby and puppies are yeah, fine. They're alive. <laughs> Everyone else, any anyone that's older than twenty one years of age, you're free game. They don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> no, nice. you're just gonna die. Yep, pretty much. But yeah, this movie go in with low expectations. I think you'll be blown away. <laughs> yeah. No, if, 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 but if you're in the mood for just like a full out, just stupid action movie. Just Make dive into one. dive into it because it is so fucking good. Yeah, noise. And I I watched this in like two nights too. So like, I think maybe if you watch it all in one go, it'd probably be a little too much. But I broke it up in between two parts, and I had a blast. Yeah. And yet, like most of the humor is pretty fucking stupid, but there was still some parts that got me. Like, there's that scene where uh, one and seven are like trying to infiltrate that one place, and then like uh, the doctor's like feeding them lines. Oh, <laughs> and, like yeah. it's all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, his wife's on his coffee mug. Talk about his wife. He's like, hey, I like that picture of your wife there. He's like, that's my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? And they're both like really old. <laughs> It's just like, oh, I had a blast all throughout. I, I, there was never a part where I was rolling my eyes because it was like, it introduces stupidity in like its first scene. So then it's like, how can you judge it from based on that? That's, that's very true. Yeah. It, it, it knows what it is. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, and like. Like how, what I said before was like if this was made by like a big studio, like they would, they would have like these things that I love about it and be like, well, that's gonna that's not gonna go over well with a theatrical audience. Better take that out. Or it's like, man, they didn't have Raymond the birth like the Britney bitch kid <laughs> in here. I'd be like, what the fuck? But now he's in there. But if he's in here, I'd be like, like it. It's like a highlight. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't have thought much of it if he wasn't in there. But now that he's in there, I'm like, I love that. <laughs> I right. love that Raymond just is just a random part of this meeting they're having in this bar, <laughs> and he never shows up ever again. <laughs> what? So what would you throw out for a grade on this? Man, I love this. I'm even an A minus. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the fuck out of this just so much. Talking with you about it, I think, made me appreciate it a little bit more. Because I was going to come in maybe with a B-. minus. Yeah. But I realized, like, I did have quite a bit of fun in this. Like, I was going to try to point out faults, and I'm like, for what? Like, the movie's not that smart. Yeah. And it knows it is. (laughs) And it knows it is. And even if Michael Bay is trying to take it seriously, it's like, Netflix knows this isn't. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't let him do the dumb shit he's doing unless Netflix is like, this is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I think I'm gonna give it a B, it's like a straight B, and I think it's a solid. I think it's a solid watch. Yeah, I don't think it deserves like a 41. percent No, it doesn't. All. I love. I think this. it's way more fun than that. Critics, yeah. I tell you, I tell yeah. you what, you just have to jump into this not taking it seriously at all. Yeah, and you're gonna have so much fun. Neil, what would you grade it? Oh, uh, <laughs> let's see. Just based on what you've guys been saying, 
I'll give it um I don't know three buckets. How's that sound? Hey, three buckets. Three buckets. I'll, I'll there you go, that. box office mom. <laughs> three buckets. Is it all right if I draw more as a pail? Uh, you know whatever. It. All right, whatever you gotta do. <laughs> I've already drawn it as a pail. Three pails. Uh, great. So, is there anything else uh, you uh, two lads have been into this last week? Uh, I watched the movie Hustlers. Yeah. And Jennifer Lopez is ridiculous with how fucking, like, she does not look her age. Oh, no. She's like 50, isn't she? Yeah. I, I think, I think so. she's like 52. And she has, like, scenes in this where she's, like, pole dancing where it's like, what the fuck is happening wood. right now? So fit. <laughs> oh, boy. So fit. But, I mean, it's it's pretty good. It's, like, it's like kind of like your run-of-the-mill, like crime like rise to power and then like decline into well well we're fucking up now sure. kind of ones but yeah like i went into the, i was gonna go into this being like oh they're just like drugging like perverted dudes i mean that's not bad but then like <laughs> they really start like hammering it where it's like oh no they're doing some really bad shit <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it but it's just pretty good i'd check it out all right mm, wow Neil, you been into this? Yeah, I got a double dose of Star Wars for you. Oh, How's wow. <laughs> so, just recently finished Jedi Fallen Order for the PlayStation 4, oh. out for all consoles. I'm meaning to buy PC. that. PC. You should. It's good. <laughs> it's a good piece. It's, of, good. it's a good piece of Star Wars content. Um, it is. One of the most frustrating games I've played in a while. Oh, oh really? Yeah. No, Troy, don't. Don't even. <laughs> don't even. So there's a part where you have to, you have yeah. to ride the Jedi no. mobile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you for, forces you into it. No. Uh, I, I'm. Granted, I haven't played Arkham Knight in a while. I don't know where I'd gauge it up against the Batmobile. Probably not as frustrating because everything you do is... More or less the issue problems you'd get into yourself that you could avoid. Okay. Whereas, like, you can't avoid the Batmobile. So, if you're familiar with the Dark Souls series, heard of it? I've heard of it. Okay, well, it's kind of <laughs> along those lines. It plays kind of like that, where it's like a, um, the combat is... it's Well, I'd say the whole game is a mixture of, like, Dark Souls elements and uh, Uncharted. Okay. Um, so a lot of the uncharted elements come from its story, which is really cool. Um, and pretty good. The, it's got a really good main care, a really good cast of characters actually. Um, and then it's got, um, a ton of exploration. Um, but that's also where one of the frustrating parts is. Cause I was, I've been talking about this with some other folks who've played it and just the exploration and navigation is really frustrating because, uh, getting like you start on this planet, you navigate the planet and then getting back to your ship to leave is a hassle because oh. like the map is kind of hard to read and navigate through and there's no fast travel or anything. So, and it's pretty like corridor and stuff. So you have to remember like a maze to get back. Ugh. So that is the only, f now if you're looking to like 100% the game, like I was, like, that's where it gets frustrating because you're going back to planets to go find hidden things and oh, do all this. Sure. But if you're just playing it for the main story, 
it's that's not a problem whatsoever. Oh, sweet. <clears throat> if you're just looking, at, you can get through it in pr- like probably 15, 20 hours, I'd say, if you wanted to kind of take your time. Um, if you wanted to treasure hunt more, you could obviously spend more time into it. Uh, but like the combat in it is unforgiving. So <laughs> it, like you, there are difficulty <laughs> levels to it, but I just played on its standard one that kind of the game suggests that you do. Mm-hmm. And so when you die in the game, you start back to when you last like meditated. So there's like these spots around the map where you'd meditate. And those are the only spots you can actually level up. So when you oh, go sure. through and defeat enemies, and I'll get to that on the combat essentially in just a sec. You go through, you defeat enemies, you gain experience. But if you die, you lose all that experience up until that point. But that enemy that killed you keeps it. So as long as you go up and kill him, you get all that back. Okay. However, if you're going to him to get it back and you die again, you lose it all. Oh, <laughs> so like however however yeah uh so that but like once you get used to the combat that's not such a big deal but the combat is hard in a multitude of ways so just a couple of like stormtroopers like the first things you come up against can like just a couple of them can kill you easily oh, shit like the the premise of it is really neat too because you were a jedi padawan yeah, yeah. and then uh, pretty much a traumatic fort, uh, a, an event, Order 66, essentially. Oh, execute Order 66. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, so that's actually one of the best scenes in the game is revolves around Order 66. It's pretty great. But, like, so you're a Jedi... <laughs> on the run essentially not wanting to get caught by the empire so yeah. that's why you don't have a ton of force powers in the beginning okay because cool. you've cut yourself off from it so as you go along and progress through the story you gain and gain more force powers in a good story driven way where you don't feel like oh why should i have to get all these have them and then take them away and so it has a good story reason for cool. it but uh yeah the, so the combat uh like a stormtrooper can kill you in like two hits So you have to block, dodge, and parry. Like, if you don't get your parry timing down, the game is just not for you. I'm just going (laughs) to say that right now. So, like, learning character or learning enemy attack patterns and movements and character unblockable attacks. And, like, you can't block forever. You'll run out of stamina and then you'll get winded and then they have, like, a free hit against you. So, like, the combat is unforgiving. However... By the end, I had it mastered, and you feel like a fucking badass. <laughs> so, like, and combined with force powers, like, uh, you, you can do your force push, you can do a force slow, you can do a force pull. And just, like, you get to the point at the end where you can just force pull them in and then just gut them to death with your lightsaber, <laughs> and they're dead. So, like, don't, like, some enemies just become nothing fodder. to you. Yeah, just fodder at the yeah. end. So, like, there's that, but they're all... It gets pretty challenging, I must say. And I've heard that the hardest difficulty is for just sick people. Sadists. <laughs> just sadists, <laughs> sick offense, sick people. Like, don't try. Because, like, there's, like, sliders judging the on all the different difficulty levels. And the parry timing for the hardest difficulty is minuscule. So I'm guessing you have to hit it at the exact right time. And I was even having trouble for the whole game with God. it, for the most part. So, 
I relied a lot on force powers. Like a lot of times, like I would just dodge and then push people off cliffs. Like, <laughs> a lot of the time, that's what I was doing. But like, you get to go to cool planets like <coughs> Dathomir, Zepho, Kashyyyk. You get to go to oh Kashyyyk. My that's my favorite planet. Hell you get yeah. to talk to some hookies, hookies okay. which is pretty great. Uh, yeah, so I've been into that. Uh, just beat it. I recommend it if you're into the Star Wars uh, lore and canon. It's got some pretty great stuff to offer. It's As far as good Star Wars games come, this is like the first one in within like 15 years. So, I mean... Yeah. Take it while you can get it. Um, Dude, I, have you ever played Force Unleashed? I love Force Unleashed. I did. I like the first. Force the first one's stuff. good. The first yeah. one. The second one was kind of like uh, the yeah. story sucked, but I think it played a little bit better. Yeah. But yeah, that's one where uh, it was pretty sweet. They had some pretty epic moments. In it. Oh yeah. Like tugging a star destroyer yeah. oh, down dude. to the planet and shit. Yeah, that took me a long time to master, but then once you get good at it, you can just like fuck you and just like drag it down. Yeah. Pretty yeah, I would have to say that that's also a pretty good one. Um, the skill ceiling isn't nearly as high on that one, but yeah, pretty great. Um, second bit of Star Wars stuff I've got just wrapped up the Mandalorian. Yep, you guys finished. Oh yeah, yep. We're, we'll talk about we'll be, that on. We'll Monday. be chatting about that on Monday. Very nice. <laughs> well, I'll yeah. be getting to that later. Yeah, <laughs> great. So I just got to sit here for another four days, <laughs> and then we'll get to it. You yep. got it. We do it live. <laughs> we do it live. And then we just sit here and wait until yep. we till we do it live. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, yeah, good deal. To well, play us out. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> to, to play, play us out. out. Fucking Then the show sucks. <laughs> I'll write it. I'll write it. I'll do it live. <laughs> do it live. Get. Lovely fucking... I'm also jostling my coat really hard. I love that he fucking rips his coat off at the end of that when it starts panning off. They, they like pan back to like end the show and he's just like throwing, still throwing a tantrum. Here's a new single from U2. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly's a fuck. God. And I cut off his new album. Take it away. <laughs> he's like still throwing shit. And he... <laughs> Look it up on YouTube. It's the best thing ever. Um, I haven't really been into anything else besides just watching Six Underground. Uh, I've been playing a little bit more Hitman. Ooh. Um, I noticed, JT, that uh, you haven't played all of the levels. No, I've only played the first level. I wanted to get back into it. it this was back when we we still had Molly's PlayStation 2. So like while she was playing something, I would play Hitman. But now I've like... <laughs> I've gotten really into Titanfall 2 lately, so I've been playing a lot of that. Just beat... I was just playing Titanfall before I saw you've been playing it. I was like, kind of want to get back into it. It's fun. Uh, dude, it's fun. Even, like, the multiplayer is fun because they, like, they don't... They, like, throw in, like, grunt guys for you to kill in multiplayer so you don't feel, like, completely useless. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you go through and, like, yeah, you can get mowed down by guys that are really good at it, but then there's still, like, fucking, like... Like, NPCs, you can just be like, fuck you, and just, like, yeah. fucking mow them down and feel like a badass. But that are dumb as shit, too. Oh, yeah, they're just stand there and yeah. let you shoot them in They'll the face. They'll stand and just stare at you while you shoot them in the head. Yeah. Cool. I gotta give it to Titanfall 2. It's actually one of my favorite multiplayer games I've played in quite some time. Oh, yeah. So, props to it for getting the balance of, like, so you're in just a, like, your typical deathmatch type game. 
where you start off as just a typical soldier like you would in Call of Duty yeah. or something like that, but they mix in you are you can summon a giant mech to be in. Yeah. And that just and it doesn't kill the balance of the game. No. Okay. Those they're not overpowered. They're better, but yeah. like yeah. as a grunt, you can run up on top of them and just like huck grenades and exhaust ports and shit like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, like, like it's you, incredible. Yeah, yeah, even like just being like a soldier, you're not completely useless fighting these things. Like, yeah, it sucks to fight them, but you can still like <laughs> yeah. maneuver. Like, if you get enough people together, you like if you get like six people together, you could kill one mech like easily. Oh, easily. Yeah. Shoot one on the gasher. Get I it? get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, a, no, that's a that, deep inside uh, joke. That's a that went back like thirty years. Oh God, Windows ninety five flooding back. <laughs> We're talking about the game Genome from 7th Level Entertainment, no longer company. (laughs) Anyway, I've been playing Hitman. Uh, Noticed that I smoked your score on the one level that you did play. Well, then I'm going to fucking go back and do it. Granted, I only played it once and I got fucked up at the end and just killed a bunch of shit and ran away and got in my fucking helicopter. (laughs) But... Yeah, I want, I'll, I'm gonna have to get back into it. God, it's, it's fun. I was too busy trying to be a model that I forgot that I actually had to do a mission. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> heard all about it. That sounds great. Except, like, so I did two other levels after that too, and like, I forgot that every time you kill like a non-kill target, you get docked like five thousand points each thing. And like, there's one I did fairly good on, but I couldn't like get past like three dudes, so I just executed them. And, like, my score was about evened out to, like, zero. Because I just killed <laughs> these dudes. Like, god damn it. But I had, like, no... Ev- I caught, like... I got no evidence on me. I, like, had no... I, like, never was spotted. It was... I did fucking awesome, except I couldn't figure out how to get past these fuckers. And I even, like, was flipping coins past them to, like, try to trick them and to be like, huh? And then they wouldn't move. I'm like, god damn it. Oh, that must have been a coin someone threw. <laughs> And I didn't have, like, a brick you could just throw at him. All I had was a fucking silence pistol, so I just shot him in their heads. Ah, that's how you do it. They didn't hear it, though. That's (laughs) You gotta do what you gotta do. But anyway, Hitman's great. But anyway, that's it. So, if people want to get a hold of you to throw a coup, JT, where can they do so? Well, wave my white flag! No way! Bucky for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for everyone on Instagram. Bucky for everyone on... Hey! And Bucky for everyone on... On... Instagram. Don't give up the fight. (laughs) Neil. You can find me on Twitter at Dino Neil. You can also listen to my podcast, Credits Due. You can find us on at Credits Due Pod. You can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Find me and JT. Join the revolution at Review Review Pod on Twitter. You can listen to us on a multitude of platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. While there, vote for, no, rate and review us, because if you like yeah. the show, that helps other revolutionists join the cause. If you want to write in such as heroes like Jude Smith have, do so at ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to vote for the Turn Random Movies, which is, I already forgot what it is, but it is Bambi. Bambi. Give him the fight! Give him the fight! Give him the fight! So give him the fight! Give him the fight! (laughs) That's gonna be the show. Join us Monday when we talk Mandalorian. Yes! With Dino Neil Man himself right here 
on the Review Review Podcast. Yes. Until then, we are off.